should be the same standard. Look at how far we've come. Hillary Clinton, who came so close to the White House, and me, Sarah Palin, who is even closer. I think there's a really good chance that Sarah Palin could be president, um, and I think that's a really scary thing. And you know, you know John McCain is, uh, is uh, he's the running mate of Sarah Palin. You're aware of that? As for that VP talk all the time, I tell you, I still can't answer that question until, until somebody answers for me. What is it exactly that the VP does? I'm looking forward to meeting him too. I've never met him before, but I've been hearing about his Senate speeches since I was in like second grade. It's like a really bad Disney movie. Hello and welcome to Buddha's Bar and Grill Podcast. This is Buddha and I'm going to be your host for tonight. Joining me from down south is Sean from visualbomb.net. Sean, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm actually up north now. Yep. No, no, yeah, but you're still south of me. Oh, that's true. So, I pretty much everyone is south of me for the most part. And by the way, my which, name doesn't have a three in it. Which is what? What? <laughs> if you look at the first podcast, it says, thank you for Deviant joining me with no three, and then the second one shows a three. That's because some of your, um, your the username that you use on different areas has the, the, the lead speak E in it, or three yeah, in It's only because they are taken. I mean, I can't. I tried Deviant 7, Deviant this, and Deviant with the one in it. And uh, see, I, was, I, I thought you were trying to be elite cool like some young punk with the pants hanging down around their ankles. With my elite hacks. This is what I'm thinking. Because you're a, you're a young whippersnapper compared to me, so I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll just put up with that. And but okay, now that I know, I'll correct it for you. For your benefit, <laughs> I will correct it. Lord knows I'm correcting everything else with these podcasts at the moment. So, which brings us to my 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 last post that I put at the uh, well, not last, I guess it was a couple back at the bar and grill about the Garage Band can just lick my junk. I've had it with it. 
I, I, I used GarageBand for the first podcast, had no problems with it whatsoever. I didn't actually use it to record. I, I used Audio Hijack Pro to record, which I, I bought so that I could specifically do it, but I used GarageBand to splice everything together. And I didn't think I You still there? Yes, and I muted. See, this is what I was talking about, that damn mute button. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the bane of my existence from now on. So people can have it one way or another. They can either hear me breathing, or I can keep my finger on the mute and catch myself sometimes, and sometimes, well, you're just uh, going to know what I'm saying, which, which may <laughs> for be second, for the best. I was like, oh, shit, there goes the podcast. No, yeah, we give up. That's it. You know, it was, it was good while it, it lasted. Two and a half shows, well, two and a quarter. <laughs> That's it. We've, we've, we've called it a run. <laughs> It'd be like a UK comedy series, you know? Just a few there episodes, you you're done. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I tried to edit everything for the second episode which with GarageBand, and the only difference being the length of the podcast. And we're talking minutes here, like just a few minutes, not a lot of time. And, um, and it kept crashing on me, literally every time. I tried starting from scratch I, I tried removing some of the tracks I tried everything it kept telling me there was too many tracks with real instruments blah 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 and I mean I'm a Mac fanatic that's that's I don't hide that at all I, I, I love my Mac I love the the OS architecture I and it's not that I have a hatred for Windows I, I don't have much use for it for the most part but I, I can I can put up with it I've been, I've been working in it for many years as a tech but I love Macs and I love pretty much every app that I've played with on the Mac. I really like it. Works well. It's intuitive, um, and it just plain works most of the time, which is what really disgusted the hell out of me with GarageBand. And uh, and so yeah, I literally spent the we were a day late recording because you had your your problem with your internet there, and then I I still potentially could have gotten it in on Friday, and. It was literally hours of frustration and liquor, and it's <laughs> neither helped. And uh, and then I spent the weekend just debating whether or not I was gonna fork out some cash for the um, for something better or just call it a run. And I've been really enjoying doing this. I mean, we've only done a couple, but I I still enjoy it, and I can see myself doing more of these. And um, and the wife too was saying that you know what you're you're liking it so just just buy something so i wound up buying ubercaster which pff, i was able to edit the episode in no time flat the second one it, it was fantastic take that i'm a pc and i'm a mac ad yeah well ubercaster is still pc or a mac so let's not get too <laughs> ahead of ourselves there buddy but uh that being said what am i using to record tonight i'm not using ubercaster i'm using audio hijack pro right back to the beginning because i can't figure out how to get the fucking skype to work in ubercaster it doesn't want to work so you know what i'm hoping that by the time we ding 10 episodes i'll have it down to a silence set of science nice. because the only thing keeping me sane is telling myself that the the boys that have been doing this for for many years had to have started someplace. So I can't be the only one that's <laughs> that's having problems on the first few episodes. So that'll be fine. <laughs> so yeah, so I picked up that and I signed up for um, hosting for the podcast because I was going through a free hosting thing, which I didn't figure would last very long because you don't get a lot of space for your for free obviously and even the packages you don't get that much for the um for the the paid packages either relatively speaking from what i'd seen mm -hmm. so i found a, a a really good host um 
actually the same host that um, Coverville uses, which I mean, he's the granddaddy of them all. So if it's good enough for him, in my opinion, it's good enough for me, obviously. <laughs> so I, I signed up with them and moved over the two podcasts to there, and I'm going to start dumping them there. The host that I've got for my site, I wouldn't move from him for anything. He's fantastic. Um, that's Turn One Media. And he's, I know the guy, Ryan, he's a great guy. I have nothing but respect for him. And whenever there's any been any problems with the site or the the server i should say he's on it like right right away so i don't want to change that i just need a, a repository for the podcast kind of thing so now that it's all set up once i can actually get a handle on the software we're good to go you know as long as we don't run out of shit to talk to each other about we're good we're fine now when does it come up on itunes though well see the first one when i put the first one out i set it up through um most of these um podcast servers have functionality built right into them to submit to iTunes kind of thing. So it was fairly fast. So it was already all set up, but then it had, when I switched over to the other server, well, the feed changed. So, cause I bought Ubercaster and I bought the feeder program along with it so that it'll just create the feeds automatically. Well, it submits to iTunes as well, but now iTunes still had my old feed. So I had to actually contact them to tell them to cancel that one and start up the new one kind of thing. So that, as far as I've seen, has not gone through yet. Hopefully it'll go through soon enough. Yeah, because I subscribed to it today. I was like, okay, one episode. No, it's not right. Uh, yeah, don't bother subscribing because that's going to be gone soon because I told them to cancel it. Uh, so, okay. But uh, hopefully it won't take too long. But uh, I'll just keep hassling them. Not too bad, though. I mean, you got one episode and you got one bar of popularity so far. So... <laughs> Doing something right. Oh, let's just hope. <laughs> so yeah, so eventually it will get better. So right now the, the the main thing too is every time before I'm putting them out, I'm checking them out the next day at work, and it's funny because you'll see me at my 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 desk, and uh, and if my boss is listening, I am justifiably working. However, I'm still listening, and uh, and I keep bashing myself in the forehead saying, God damn it, I'm still breathing. You can hear me breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried yesterday. I'd, I'd um, messaged you yesterday asking if you felt like doing a, a quick quick and dirty podcast and you were busy. Um, but uh, I figure, well, I'll just fool around with Ubercaster a little bit and I'll fool around trying to see if there's a way in hell that I can stop myself from being so loud breathing. Part of the problem is that the mic is actually really good. The other part of the problem is is just that I'm freaking. But I got allergies to dog hair and cat hair, and of course I have one of each. Um, it's not like a, an insane allergy. I don't puff up and you know, but but I do find it a little bit harder to breathe through my nose, and you can you can hear the whistle when <laughs> when it's yeah. through a really good mic. And so I tried moving the mic all the way up. You can still hear me. I tried moving it all the way down so that it's pra- practically on my throat. You can still hear me. So I figured, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to try to breathe through my mouth and drink a lot of liquor. And if that's not good enough for people, well, then they can stop listening. Yeah, I had to move my mic down because I uh, noticed in the first one I kept breathing into it whenever I was laughing. It was just rocking my subwoofer like no tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, eventually, you know, by the time we hit 10 or so, it'll be a science. We'll be we'll be good to go. Or we'll have new mics, both of us. Or we'll crash and burn. Nobody will listen. Yeah. And who the hell cares? At that point, really, <laughs> pff, who cares? So, anyways, um, moving on, we're going to talk about the um, new releases this week. The uh, I'll start off with the movies. The biggest one, obviously, is the Iron Man that just came out. Did you actually get a chance to watch it yet? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, really? No. See, we... I, 
I've been really just going straight to the zombie movies and kind of skipping over every other thing that's been popular. So basically anything that's good you've been skipping over. Yeah, so what you're saying. Much. Okay, good enough. Well, if Trailer Trash is good enough for you, then so be it. Then you're <laughs> easy to please, so that's good. No, I, uh, I, I'm actually I want to pick it up because I, um, I was taking a long trip to um, back to my my hometown with my son a while back, and I downloaded some movies so that he can watch them on on the drive on the uh, my iPhone. And um, one of the ones I'd gotten was Iron Man, so I had it set up and I had a. Um, Actually, it wasn't on my iPhone. It was on my iPod Touch. I didn't have the iPhone at the time. And I had it. I have a, a fairly nice case for uh, my iPod Touch. And it's one of these that has a clip on the back kind of thing, a bell clip, and it's a flip one. So you can show everyone you have an iPhone too, right? Well, there's that too, yeah. There, there's <laughs> got to be some bonus to it. I mean, I, I have disposable income and you eat from the trash. Ha, ha, ha. No, I'm just kidding. So, but the, what I was doing for him, because he was sitting in the front seat, the passenger seat, I had it um, clicked, clicked to the, the visor so that he could see it. And it was really hard not to keep looking over to see the show at the same time while I'm driving. You want to keep your eyes on the road, but it, it really sounded interesting. So then as soon as we got home, I popped it onto the PS3 so that we could watch it on the big screen. And actually, the transfer wasn't too bad. And we've since watched the movie a couple of times. I watched it once with him, and then we watched it once with the wife as well. So I actually do want to pick it up. Um, I'd, I'd like to get the Blu-ray version so that because it really, I mean, that's it's all about the special effects. Does it really make a difference, though? Yeah, yeah. It does? I'm not going to say for everyone, but for the majority of movies, especially nowadays, they they really go out of their way with the cinematography to to do a good job, especially with, say, a comic book movie that it's all about how he looks um, and the special effects and whatnot, then I'm assuming it's going to make a big difference for this one. For most of them, it does. There, there are a few rare exceptions where I've seen it where the um, the DVD and the Blu-ray versions are really not that dissimilar. But those are pretty few and far between, and most of the time, they're older movies. If, if they're newer shows, for the most part, they tend to be fairly fairly substantial difference if you've got a decent TV. You see, because I figured it was like the FLAC thing. It was like... Uh... Oh, Flax, the best MP3 format you can get when actually in reality, you know, you really can't physically tell the difference between 350 or 320 and Flax. So I didn't know if the Blu-ray thing was the same thing. I mean, I haven't seen Blu-ray, obviously. just been sticking with DVDs for now. Yeah, it depends also on your, your DVD player that you're using. If your D- DVD player has pretty good upscaling, then you're not going to notice as big a difference. But I will tell you that some of the shows that we've rented, not even some, a lot of the shows that we've rented, the watching them on Blu-ray is a substantial difference. Like, it really just shoots off of the screen. It's amazing. I'll have to see for myself then sometime. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the one that we'll watch on, well, see, the, the, the LCD that we have is a 1080p. However, we don't have a Blu-ray player hooked up to it. The plasma is a 1080i, um, and it has the PS3 hooked up to it. So we watch the the Blu-rays off of there. And again, you 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 notice the difference. And if you're t- looking at it in terms of uh, cartoons, uh, especially Pixar movies, it's it's unbelievable how crystal clear it is. And then of course you've got the difference in sound too. Because the sound is much, much better on the uh, on the Blu-rays. Oh wow! So yeah, so the um, they've got a couple of different 
versions of the Iron Man that came out, of course, they're doing land a lot more. I, I, I'm personally not a big fan of that. They, they come up with like three or four different versions of movies nowadays. The, the one is only got the one disc. One's got two discs and it's got a whole bunch of features. And then they have now the Blu-ray version. And like when Transformers came out, hell, there was different versions depending on which store you went to. <laughs> which just is such a money-grabbing thing. Just put one freaking version. Like you can have your DVD version and then have your, your, your Blu-ray version now that that's out. But Christ, we don't need four different types. So, but in this case, yeah. So the um, the two disc edition for the Blu-ray actually looks pretty decent. The I don't know what the price is going to be in uh, brick and mortar shops. The Amazon's got it for twenty six bucks, which is actually pretty decent. Yeah, the so, Amazon's usually always cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I I don't know if I'll order it through Amazon or if I'll just go check see how much it is in the shops. But yeah, I probably will pick that one up. The only problem I have with the Amazon is if I buy one thing, I have to buy like six others. Because I'm getting such a good deal on it, I have to kind of bump it up and match the price I'd actually pay for it. Yeah, well, a lot of times, too, you're not going to notice a big difference in shipping. So the way I always look at it is, well, I'm paying shipping anyways, I might as well pick up a couple of other things. <laughs> so the other things coming out this week, are, or that came out this week, are Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I actually haven't seen. Jason Bateman's in it, who I really like a lot. The uh, wife has seen it, and she said it was absolutely hilarious. I haven't seen it yet. I need yeah. to queue it back up on Netflix. I think I'm going to definitely have to rent it. I'm not going to pick up, pick it up, but I'll, I'll rent it. Um, so, but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I just love Jason Bateman. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, is that he's not really, he's not much of an actor. It's always the same role he's playing. You get the impression that that's who he is, kind of thing. He's always the same guy. Well, except with the exception of what was that called? That one where he was. Oh damn it! I'm not gonna be able to remember it. He was in a show where they were chasing after an informer, and all the hitmen were out to get the informer. Damn it! What was that called? I'll find it eventually. But I mean, I loved Arrested Development. Like tore through that those those series seasons like. There was no tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if you watched Arrested Development while it was on. Uh, I watched a couple episodes. I mean, I'm still really waiting to get into it. Well, it was one of those as well where if you watch it from the beginning, you obviously get into it a lot more than if you just watch a couple here and there. So, but yeah, no, he he was fantastic in that. So, I not in a rush to see this, but it will be nice to to rent it eventually. And aside from that, I mean, there was not much out this week in in DVD or in movies, I should say. Most of them, there was a crapload of uh, TV seasons that came out, but uh, but that's about it. So, one second here. Yeah, that's about it. No, not much else. What do we got for games wise? Uh, again, not really much else. Um, yeah, Silent Hill Homecoming coming out this week, which is, and it's interesting, it's supposed to be another Silent Hill, more gore, more action, but it actually got banned in Australia Yeah, for a stupid, stupid, stupid reason. I mean, I figured if you're going to ban something, just come out right and say, you know, listen, it has too much gore, we don't want it here. This is Australia's... Um, problems quote-unquote with the game there's one scene involved the protagonist having a drill forced into his eye while another had him drilling into an enemy skull there were a few other issues but none we haven't seen in horror films for the last few decades that was it that was it that was their complaint 
They've done that with a ton of games, though. I mean, they they have issues with with any game that has any kind of violence at all. They put a stop to it right away. So they they've got their own. I mean, it's kind of hard to fault them to a certain degree. Yeah, it's censorship. But when you're looking at these gore, when it, when you're looking at something that well, drilling through somebody's eye, <laughs> when it's something that's that gory. Should you stop it from entering the country completely or just kind of get them to tone it down? Or, I mean, if, if they had a better rating system so that the kids couldn't get to it kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of hard to justify some of these games. And that's where I kind of draw the line when when you get to the point where it's torture porn kind of thing. Yeah. And some of these games are, that's what they are. I mean, you can't say, well, it's bordering on it. No, it pretty much is. <laughs> Manhunt. Yeah, exactly. So where do you draw the line? Where do you say, like, I don't want to say there should be any kind of censorship to tell them to stop making them. No, no. But then you got to be able to slap that M rating on it, which is a kiss of death anyway you look at it. So they'd have to to, to change how they rate their games so that they could still let them in, but put a pretty severe rating on it, which essentially does the same thing. It kills any sales. It deals with good parenting, you know? But again, like you said... They do need an MA. Well, Australia doesn't have an R18 plus rating on them yet for any games. Right. Like we have with the MA. And again, I understand you need the MA to inform parents who are not as tech suave or game suave. They kind of know what their kids are playing, but I mean, they really just. You change the uh, ground again. But again, it means more politics with Australia. Can How long will it take them to get this MA rating? down there as opposed to just saying, you know, screw this game, it's not releasing here. Yeah, well, it's the easier, too, the the path less travel, kind of, or the least resistance, I should say, so that, well, this is how it's always been, so that's how we're going to continue doing it. And until you have enough people fighting that, that's how it's going to remain. So, so yeah, no, I, I can hear what you're saying. Unfortunately. Well, other than Silent Hill, you got Mortal Kombat Collection, and you played them once, you played them all. Uh, Valhalla Knights for TPSP. DS Which has a ton of games the, coming out. The Valhalla Knights has actually been hyped quite a bit. It's supposed really? to be pretty. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty cool. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that if it's not coming out, if it didn't come out this week, it's going to be coming out soon because it's going to be coming out for the PS3 as well. I don't know what the street date is on that though. The PS3 one might be later because yeah. it's not showing it here. Yeah, um, because that's going to be that's they're they're hyping it quite a bit. Well, it might be, they might be porting it. I mean, who knows? Usually mm-hmm. when they wait for these release dates, they'll usually, I mean, PSP and PS3, same company, obviously they're going to try to release it in the same day if it wasn't warped. But again, and there's so much there's so much difference right now between systems that they're having a hard time porting stuff without doing a cheap-ass job to it. Well, the architecture for the PS3 is so different than the... Um 360. It's not as bad for the PSP to PS3 ports kind of thing. That's that's not as big of a concern. However, what more and more of, uh, of them are doing is it's not a straight port kind of thing. It's actually a different version of the game for the console as opposed to the handheld kind of thing. So, yeah. But in terms of the ports between the 360 and then the PS3, that's a huge concern. And that's what's causing a lot of them to... Um, well, like, um, like Valve, that just plain... They didn't want to program for the PS3, which is why they didn't program the Orange Box for the PS3. 
so because they didn't want anything to do with it and they point blank said it in the media too and now they're kind of backtracking a little bit more because they've seen that the the ps3 has more life to it left than the 360 so they're saying they're going to have to learn to do more for it and program for it um and then you have other um companies like um is it mad dog who did uh, uncharted who are have a pretty firm grasp of the the ps3 architecture and can use it how they want same as the uh the guys who did the metal gear solid series too like they they know the architecture they know how to, to program for it so it, it, they're gonna have to learn to do it any way you look at it not to show favoritism over one console or another it's just plain fact that the 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 360 is going to reach the end of its cycle far sooner than the, the PS3 will. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but the problem with the PS3 right now is, well, two things: price, and you don't really have enough games out that's really worth dropping that much money on. My opinion. I oh mean, no, no, no! It's not just one, your opinion. But... That's just the truth. I mean, the the if you're going to use it as a a media center like I do as well, then yeah, it's worth the money. If you're going to use it, hell, you could use it strictly as a Blu-ray player, and in that case, it's worth the money as long as you get one of the cheaper consoles, because it is still one of the cheaper Blu-ray players that you can get, and by far the best Blu-ray player you can get, because of the network capability and the built-in hard drive and the updating, and the fact that it's it is a Sony machine, and Sony is Blu-ray, so as things need to get updated, like the Blu-ray 2.0 that came out, well, it's done automatically, no must, no fuss, you don't have to worry about it kind of thing. So, but in terms of games, no, Microsoft took the jump, brought their console out sooner, so there's a lot more developers making games for it. Plus, it's an easy, an easier architecture to build games for, so of course, you're going to see more on it. But there's games that are coming out on the way for the, um, the PS3 that are going to be console sellers. So that's going to make a difference. Plus, with the... the, the the price drops that have come about, you're going to see more instances where people are going to choose the PS3 over the 360. I think as the 360 is getting older, you're going to see even more of that. And then you've got, like, there there was a slight jump where when Metal Gear Solid came out, well, that was a console seller, and that not as much as they'd hoped for, but it was still. So you saw a lot more... Um, you saw more consoles selling. The PS3 consoles were actually outselling the, the 360. But... Um, but now with their they're saying the same thing is going to happen with Little Big Planet, where they're assuming it's going to be a console seller, and they've got ads through um, Walmart and different places, Amazon and whatnot. Whether or not that'll hold true, I mean, Pierce hoping. <laughs> the uh, yeah. I don't know if you read about the um, the beta keys that were handed handed out on Eurogamer. They had for what game? For Little Big Planet, they had uh, a bunch of uh, beta keys that they handed out for a little bit planet and it was a first come first serve kind of thing of course it was only for in europe i believe it was i didn't even bother checking it out because i knew i wouldn't be able to get one and of <laughs> course they disappeared right away and people played it and absolutely adored it because that was the thing like there's so much hype on this game it, it, it could turn out to be a spore where the the hype is way too much and it's going to just crash and burn but what happened is that people are actually loving it they're really, really enjoying it a lot. And then on top of that, the Media Molecule says, well, if you like this, guess what? This is an old build. We've fixed a whole bunch of things since then and implemented a whole bunch of other things as well. So as much as you like this, just wait. It's going to be even better when it comes out. See, that's what they need to start doing with MMOs. They need to release like the alpha build and say it's the beta. And then when the actual game comes out, 
they just release like, oh, we're just kidding. We fixed this version for the past two and a half years. Here's the finished game. And then people would just be blown away by the actual game. Or you, you can just, start doing that more often. You could just be Blizzard and put the game out even full of bugs. And people will yeah. still flock to it. <laughs> well, Blizzard had a good five-year good solid fan base big time see a lot of people who are starting up these mmo companies because hey look blizzard did it we can do it too they don't understand that you got years of history and you got years of fan base and you got good quality customer service and really just oh i'll stop you on that one <laughs> really <laughs> everything else i'll agree with you but the customer service i'll backtrack you on that one and disagree well, not generic customer service like oh can you please help me with this problem i mean they just kept feeding their fan base like, here, have this map, and here, have this map, and here, have this map. Oh, you want to do that? Here, you can do that, too. They've just been very loyal to their fan base, with the exception of some crap that I've had with WoW. But it's like the Valve kind of thing. Like, anything Valve comes out with, you know there's going to be huge people just biting it, regardless of bugs or not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But And and I will agree with you on that, because, I, I've hell, I've told people time and time again that some of my favorite games are Blizzard games, and the same holds true for millions of people, because they're fantastic games. Uh, granted, a lot of that was back when you had that original core group that was making them, but once they got taken over by, by Vivendi, well, things changed. Big time yeah. changed. Um, and you saw that in WoW, you saw that in Burning Crusade, and I'm curious how much you're going to see that in Wrath that's coming up. I'm, I'm really curious as to how much of that you'll see in Diablo 3 and StarCraft 2, because that's, to me, that's a frightening concept, because you, it's not the same company that made those games initially. So how much of a difference is that going to have with those games? Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm planning on picking up Wrath. I mean, regardless of how much I go into the game for about three months and then crash and say, man, this game sucks... But I'm still willing to give Wrath a try and see if they actually changed from Burning Crusade. I wasn't that much of a fan of Burning Crusade. It seemed like, oh, here's the same grind, here's the same crap all over again, but twice as harder. You know, there was no real innovation, with the exception of a couple things. Yeah, no, I and I played the the hell out of it too, and, and I um, at this point. I don't see myself picking up Wrath, although <laughs> I was telling you how on the weekend I got a very slight wow itch, and it scared <laughs> the shit out of me. It was unbelievable. I was like, man, I could really go for some wow now, and it's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> quick, where's the liquor? Give me another game, quick! <laughs> yeah, see, I do, I do that with Star Wars Galaxies every year. I'm like, man, I'm going to play Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, I know it's changed, but, you know, just for the memories. And I'll jump in there, I'll be like, holy shit, I just pissed away $15. I'm not worried about the 15 bucks. It's my life I'm worried about. <laughs> and every other game will, like, because WoW just kills any desire to play any other game. And there's so many games coming out that I really want to play. And I know that as soon as I, I start playing WoW again, forget it. It's gone. I, I'm not going to want to yeah. do anything else. So, and speaking of WoW, uh, or I should say, well, WoW and Blizzard, I was reading today how Blizzard, the settlement for the um, the glider bot that they had won, um, MDY is going to have to be forking over six million bucks to them because of that. Yeah, I'm reading that now. It just popped up on my newsfeeder for me. Yeah, so six million because they need that. That's that's like what a day's earnings for them. Like, <laughs> well, their argument is that the glider program cost only twenty five dollars and it sold around 100,000 copies. 
So that's their argument for it. But still, it's kind of excessive. Ex- a little excessive? You know what? <laughs> I, I think they made their excessive. point when they, 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 they destroyed them. To me, that was, okay, you made your point. That's like the bully kicking the snot out of the little wimpy kid with the glasses. But then it's not good enough to spit on them at the end, you know? No, I'm going to reach into your pocket and take your 50 cents at the same time. With a nice little tea bag on top. Basically, yeah. That's like, what's the point? You you made your point. You crushed them. Do you really need that $6 million? You know damn well they don't. That's, see, I don't understand that, though. Like, why? Usually Blizzard would just be like, hey, can you stop, slap your hands, and go away. Never have I heard a Blizzard going for a lawsuit against someone. Yeah, no, this is CEOs need a little pocket change for their next trip to Tijuana or something. Yeah. That's that's all it is. So, but uh, but anyways, so that's pretty much it for games. Although the um, in terms of um, PSN games, um, Wipeout Pure just came out this week as well, and or not Pure Wipeout uh, HD came out for the the PS3 and I'm actually thinking I'm going to pick it up either today or tomorrow because I've been hearing nothing but good things about it that's an old school game that hasn't been out for god knows how many years I mean yeah. I played that when I first picked up the PS1 well I it's had a blast, the series has been coming around periodically the there was the wipeout on the the PSP actually did fairly well I never did pick it up but it was it was one of those games where they fed their fan base by giving them new tracks and new vehicles periodically for download which you gotta love that and so the um, I'm assuming that the same thing's gonna happen with the PS3 version which to me is a pretty good selling point so, and again, I've been hearing nothing but good things about it, so I'm pretty, like, it's it's only 20 bucks. I, I'm, I'm trying to watch my money because October is going to be such a killer month for games. I mean, between <laughs> Fallout 3 and Little Big Planet and Fable 2, I mean, that's a nice chunk of change right there. Plus, we're actually considering picking up that Elite um, drum set from Ion, the drum rocker, for Rock Band 2. I don't know if you saw that insane one. No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> it is. It's but it's like three hundred bucks. Travis Barker edition. The what? Travis Barker edition. Nope, I don't believe you so. Don't, you don't know who Travis Barker is? Nope. Wow. Enlightened right, mind, right over your head. Yep. It was He's probably a funny though. Very big drummer from uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, okay. And he started just what he did was he left the band. And started drumming to rap music, and adding live drums to them. And he got he's pretty popular now, and got just got to a plane crash. But yeah, th- there's your little history lesson there. Well, I feel much smarter. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> okay, but anyways, <laughs> so that that drum set is actually going to be available in Canada as of um, in a couple of days, actually. So I'm actually considering picking it up because we're still like we play Rock Band two incessantly all the time. <laughs> and it's I, I'm really digging the set list we imported all of the songs from the first one we still have all the, the purchase songs plus we actually bought a whole whack load more because um, they just keep releasing more and more and quite a few of them are, are, are good and um, I, I really enjoy the set list from the second one like not every song but I mean They've, there's, there's a live Pearl Jam is a blast to play there's, there's a lot of songs that are really quite good and um, that Ion um, drum rocker set is quite nice. And I find that like the only instrument where you actually feel, feel like you're playing 
is of course the drums. I mean, the guitars are just you're 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 matching the colors. It's not playing. Whereas the drums, you are, and our youngest especially really is having fun, and you can see the difference in how good he's getting. So I'm thinking, you know what? When I was a kid, my folks bought me a guitar. When I was six, I started taking guitar lessons. I had the guitar played. They they paid for the lessons. They paid for all these. So it's something you do for your kids every once in a while. So you know what? This is a really nice set. Plus, if you swap out the brains, you can actually set it up as an actual electric drum set as well. Hmm. So it's it's... It's quite good, and if you look at it in terms of how much the set costs, you plus that extra brain, it's still cheaper than the average, well not the average, it's cheaper than most electric drum sets, and it's quite good. So we're actually considering that too. So again, this is a, a pretty pretty hefty month for uh, for games, but I still want that wipeout. <laughs> so I convinced myself that if I don't have as many coffees as I normally have, and I don't eat out during lunch at the office, that I can buy it. So I'm there holding true to that. It's just it's hard to resist that coffee in the afternoon because you pretty much need it. Otherwise, I'm sleeping underneath my desk. Well, how much do you pay for coffee a day? Well, it's, well, if I have a couple, you're looking at over three bucks. So you're looking right. at like sixty bucks a month in coffee alone. Let alone if you if you want an occasional muffin or if you you're eating out or whatever. It it stacks up. Start making your own. I do. Or coffee, I can't. I bring one to the... You, you don't understand. If I could, I would have an IV with me. I would walk around <laughs> with the little IV thing like the hospital, have the bag and it dripping into my arms. Hell, I'd even wear the, the, the hospital gown showing off my ass. I would just so that I could have it all day long. <laughs> like, <laughs> start freaking out on people. Leave no, me alone. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it, it calms me. <laughs> I I need my coffee, but uh, you just you gotta have that catheter just for good measure, dude. I I would I, if I if there was a way that way I'd never have to get up from my desk. So, Hanging yeah. right under the IV bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink from the second one, people. <laughs> but anyways, so. So yeah, I, I, I'm still thinking I'm going to pick up the, the wipeout either today or tomorrow and just to fool around. I'm hoping that there's going to be um, local play as well, wherein you can have two people playing split screen, because that way I can play with the kids as well. So that'll be the, the, the seller for me. So, But then there's some other games coming out for the iPhone soon too. Like They're, they're releasing Puzzle Quest for the iPhone this fall. I don't have a, an exact date, but that's coming up too. And I don't know if you played Puzzle Quest on any systems. Yeah, um, I haven't, but I've read a lot about it. It's cause, like you said, it's been extremely hyped. Oh man, well, it's available on every system. It's you, <laughs> you can't piss without hitting Puzzle Quest because it's everywhere. <laughs> and um, so we had when it came out, I picked up two copies actually for the DS, so that my wife could have one and I could have one, and that way I figured, oh well, you know, we'll each have our own, and because uh, like we have. PS, DS is all over the place, and uh, I figured that way we could play against each other too if we wanted, which we did a couple of times, and it's actually fun. But I mean, th- that was that was quite a while back. I don't know the exact date it was released, but that was quite a while back. The wife still plays it. Like I finished it off. We both finished it off, but she's got another character, and she still plays it on the DS all the time. And then we picked it up for the um, the 360 as well. Pardon me, so that we can play it on the big screen, of course. And also because the expansion that recently came out was only available on the 360. So I figured, oh, well, we'll get it on the 360 anyways. And, like, I mean, it's on all the time. Literally, pretty much most nights it'll be on, even if it's only for a few minutes to play against each other or whatever, and it's great. So I know that I'm going to have to pick it up for the iPhone, because 
it's just a compulsion now. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the crapper matching circles and getting more mana, and it's going to be crazy. I'll be spending more time in the bathroom than ever. So, but yeah, no, that's that's coming out. There's uh, the new Kroll game that just came out for the iPhone as well that they've been hyping quite a bit. Um, I just read a review on it that was a little lackluster, but um, said it's good for what it is. But I mean, it's not it's not the end all be all of games. And Can't imagine you're seeing a lot more. Like there's another one, the the Stone of Destiny that just came out too. That they're offering a special on it today only for a buck ninety nine, and then after that the, he's planning on putting it up to uh, I believe five ninety nine, and you're see or no sorry he's planning on putting it up to ten bucks nine ninety nine. Um, and initially it was 99 cents. So you got to wonder how much, like when they're testing the waters and they're seeing how many of them are being sold at the lower price and then jacking up the price a buck. And then, okay, now I'm going to jack up the price again kind of thing. Because some of the apps that are coming out, I'm finding the price is pretty high on them. Yeah, we're talking about that $15 and they're just, I mean, I'm hoping it doesn't ever go to the price of games actually now. Where it's sixty dollars, fifty dollars a pop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna shoot itself in the foot. Exactly, and the thing that's bothering me is seeing the apps that are fairly expensive as well. Now, I don't mind paying for an app if it's a good app and it has a lot of functionality. Then fine. However, if what you're looking at can be found for a computer for less money than what they're trying to sell it to you for an iPhone, to me, that's that's not right because I mean I, I understand it's a different architecture that you're designing for but I don't believe that it's I'm, see this is where I'm full of myself because I don't know I, I I don't know if it's harder to program for it but it's hard to believe that like the case in point I was telling you about this uh, Beejive I am app that is basically just an instant messenger app it, it, it basically allows you to toss in as many different I am clients as you want in there or accounts I should say and then it's supposed to be really good. I mean, hell, it's got 30 reviews on it. It's got a five-star rating. Um, this is not just like a, a one review with a five-star rating where you know damn well it's the developer that <laughs> that put in the review saying, this is great, we need more like this, buy now. Like this is people actually do like it, but it's 16 bucks. I mean, yeah. you can get the apps for the Mac that do the same things for, for free, or for damn cheap. I mean, I use uh, Adium, which is free, and granted, it doesn't do all of the different clients, but it does a damn, uh, it does a lot of them, and and so it's kind of hard to for me to justify. Like, do I am I going to pay sixteen bucks for this <laughs> I am client? Like, that's a hell of a lot of money. Right now, I'm using the AIM client, so I don't have the MSN functionality on here. But, I mean, let's get down to it. I'm an antisocial bastard anyway, so how many times do I really want to talk to people? AIM pretty much covers whoever I really want to talk to, and that's good enough. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, for 16 bucks, I, I'm thinking, no, nah, I don't think so. That's a little bit too heavy for me. Yeah, it is. And then you've got, I don't know if you spotted the new, the new medical apps that came out. There's a couple of new medical apps that came out. One of them is like this surgery thing, and the other one's this biology app and they're like 40 bucks or some damn thing like i really if my doctor is performing surgery on him on me and he's got like his his iphone out and he's checking <laughs> checking <laughs> checking the app to see if he's taking the right thing out of me i'm gonna be a little concerned 
Oh, God. But, yeah. Starts smearing the screen, got some blood on it, got to get it off. Yeah, God damn it. I knew I should have gotten the smudge-resistant covers. But, yeah, like, one of them is Netter's Anatomy flashcards, and it's 40 bucks. Oof. Now, I mean, yeah, possibly good for medical students, you know, things like that. Okay, but, I mean, 40 bucks? Holy Christ, that's a hell of an expensive app. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, is it getting up to that level. Well, I again, I can see more and more of them where you're going to see the... Initially, there was a lot more free ones, and I'm going to see a lot more people who are going to be out to make a buck and charging for everything that's not necessarily any good, and then you're screwed. Like, there's another one out called iBlogger, which I seriously considered picking up, and now this is not to say anything negative about it, because I haven't tried it. The one review I read about it was somewhat, meh, not a big deal kind of thing. It's all right, but it's got some bugs it's got to fix, and we'll go from there. It's got one rating, or sorry, one review with a rating of, of course, five stars so hmm i wonder who left that <laughs> but and it would allow you to do your blogging from the phone so it'll interface with wordpress with expression engine and a whole bunch of different ones which you know it's not like i'm going to do a lot of blogging on the road because it is a, an annoying keyboard at times if you've got slightly bigger fingers if yeah. if, if you're a dainty f- Anyways, it'll be easier, but <laughs> if you've got decent-sized fingers, it's not as much fun. That being said, I'd still put in the occasional thing once in a while. You know, I'm on a break, I see something cool, I can blog about it right away, slap it up on the bar and grill. But it's 10 bucks. Mm. So again, like, yes, I understood, I understand that you had to work to develop this and whatnot, but you got to factor in how much you're going to sell versus, and that will affect your cost, or not your affect your cost, but affect your profit. So, I mean, you're, it, it boils down to, are you actually gouging your potential clientele because you're asking for too much? But yeah, just, uh, I just hope it doesn't skyrocket it more. You know? yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm pretty dangerous with the App Store when it comes to the iPhone. I will go in there and I will find at least probably seven things that I do not need and spend money on those. I don't want it to get to the point where I'm dropping $15 at the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm on there every day. I, I It's become an obsession now where i got to see what's up. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm picking everything up, but I am picking up tons of free ones just to try them out and see, like how good they are there's there's the the recent lightsaber one that i picked up which has absolutely a functionality but hey look at that lightsaber let's try it out (laughs) (laughs) the kids think it's cool i'll never use the damn thing but it's on my iphone and then there's the there's different apps that were or different services that are were it's like they were made for the iphone like the 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 twitter well how many twitter apps are there like there's a there's a ton load and i've got two of them because I've got Twitterific, the free one, and I've got Twinkle. I got rid of the old one that I was using. After you were telling me you were using Twitterific, I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And I do like the interface better. I do. However, I'm finding that sometimes it just hangs, and it won't actually get the new um, the new posts from, from friends. So, really? Yeah. But then I'll pop into Twinkle, and I'll get them all. I haven't had that yet. Yeah. The so, only thing I've had is where it won't be able to connect to my Wi-Fi, and that's usually because I'm just torrenting the crap out of it. Oh, see, I know my I I never had problems at at home, but on the road I will periodically, and mm. so I figure okay, well I'll try different ones. So again, it's free, so why the hell not? So, but uh, but anyways, so enough of that. Um, you've been playing Saints Row Two, you were saying. 
No, I haven't played it yet. It comes out on the 14th. Oh, I thought you had picked it up. Sorry. I didn't know oh, the street no, date I'm, on it. I'm planning on picking it up after just watching some of the movies. Right. It just looks like GTA on absolute crack. Right. You're talking running... Well, here's the, here's the first thing that the, you know the game's going to be insane. They got Gary Busey to do like seven commercials for them. <laughs> He's I haven't seen any. nutter to begin with. Yeah. And you got people running around hitting other people with shock paddles you can dress up in different costumes you got the hot dog costume you got the guy dresses the cop and so on and so on a ninja you got the borat bathing suit where it goes all the way from your crotch all the way around your shoulders and they've got the um isn't that the one that they've got the lookalikes for obama and mccain in as well yes those yeah. are, that's the game yeah. yeah and they're showing the uh, just the different little mini games inside of it like, you can go to a strip club with your friend, or you can throw them in front of a train and claim the insurance money. It's just little things that they just interwoven into the entire game. And my favorite part about this whole thing is that the uh, the feature of throwing, just the different ways you can do it. You can throw people off a building, you can throw them through a window, you can throw them into a jet engine, you can throw them up the conveyor belt, and you can throw them in front of a train. It's just, it looks like a complete open-ended and and the online got me extremely interested in it right they're not doing they're doing co-op online but they're doing different game modes kind of like i have to say like battlefield or actually half-life 2 for example you got death matching at capture the flag and so on well one of their online thing is you have four people online against four other people and they have to go around and they have to claim different territories for their gang now each territory will give them different bonuses such as AI cops, or they'll get an extra vehicle, or a health boost and stamina boost, and so on. And the other one is the tag fest, where you have to actually go around and tag certain areas and try to keep that tag there as long as possible. It's, it just sounds like it'll have a lot of replay value to it. Right. Well, they're doing. They did a lot uh, of that with the newest GTA as well, with the online co-op, different um, different mini games that you could play as well. So, but they're pushing through for for that with a lot of games right now because they know that that's what people actually care about. The days of actually sitting down and playing by yourself, um, not to be taken out of context, are pretty much gone. The uh, <laughs> it's it's more about what can you do with the guys on your friends list kind of thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's more fun to play with other people, yeah. especially with your friends too. That's why they have a lot of co-op coming out. And with you got programs like Ventrilo now and Skype and TS, where it makes it that much more fun because you actually hear the other person laughing on the other side of the screen. Yeah, you see, you're seeing it a lot more with the um, the console games where they're pushing for it a lot more. I mean, it, it it was a lot more on the PC. You had a lot more of that before, just because of the nature of the beast with the PC. But with console, they it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Whereas now, you're really seeing it a lot. A lot more, like case in point with the Fable 2 that's going to be coming out, they really pushed for co-op and online co-op, not just local co-op, but online co-op. And, and well, they're the actually trying ways. to. <laughs> They've yeah. already stated that they're not coming out with the co-op upon release. Yeah, I was reading that too. That disappointed the hell out of me. I was just literally just reading on that, and I was like, ah, you bastard. But they might be retracting it. They said they're going to. Says they might be able to have a patch on release day that will have the co-op in it. They don't know. They're kind of playing the fields right now yeah well part of that is is peter just offering up too much 
kind of thing and then having to bite back his words so yeah no i'm hoping it won't be i'm hoping that they're not going to lose too much because i that's that was one that was pretty high on my list of uh of of mandatory games for this month i uh, i can't wait to get it so, but uh, yeah, the bastard, they better fix it. That's all I got to say. I managed to pick up Fable, the Lost Chapters for PC to right. kind of see what all the whole thing's all about. Well, ironically, even Peter admits that he's not crazy about the first Fable. He does not like a lot of the parts in it. Um, and part of that, I'm sure, is because all the work he's been doing on the second one and how good the second one is going to be, is because it's pretty much done. Um, and he looks back at the old one and tries it, and he doesn't like playing. Uh, I mean, when, mm. when, when he says he's not that crazy about it, it's like, okay, well, maybe I won't finish it. I'll just wait for the second one to come out. Well, it might be like Oblivion and Morrowind, dude. I cannot play Morrowind for the life of me after playing Oblivion. Definitely not. Uh, I haven't picked up Oblivion, or sorry, Morrowind in a long time, and I'm finally off the the Oblivion crack. I haven't played it in a couple of weeks <laughs> there, so I'm ready for Fallout 3 to come out now. So, which is oh, I, was, I was hoping that I'd wean myself off of Oblivion before the games came out this month. Otherwise, you can only spread yourself so thin. <laughs> so, but yeah, and. Uh, I tested out the demo for Mega Man 9 um, yesterday. Now, that was at the the strong advice of Jason the Bribe, if you're listening, you bastard, and <laughs> saying that you got to try it. It's fantastic. And he was saying it's really fast, though, and he made fun of my age and the fact that I wouldn't be able to keep up. And, uh, and so I, <laughs> I downloaded it, and I'm thinking, okay, well, it's going to be like BC Ream where they updated it and all that. And it started in with the intro segments, and it was like the old 8-bit crap. And I'm going, oh, no, don't tell me this is going to be all like that. And sure enough, it is. There's no, it hasn't been updated. It's basically the same thing as before, just harder. So <laughs> it was like, you know what? I, I know that a lot of people are into retro games and that not everything has to be perfectly beautiful and cell shaded and everything to look pretty. I understand that. And I mean, I'm from old school gaming. I was around when these games first came out. You know, all those old ones, I was there. Um, back to the freaking days of the arcade, for crying out loud, <laughs> where you had to put your money in. Like, I, I played them all back to the, the, the Commodore and back further the Atari. So I get the, the, the retro feel. And you would think that because I played it, I'd have more nostalgia towards it. But what I find is that so many of them don't hold up. And it's not fun to play. I mean, <laughs> it, it maybe for a couple of minutes, literally, that's all I can stand. A couple of minutes, oh yeah, I remember how much fun this was. Uh, oh, let's just pop in GTA. Let's, let's put something else in, because it sucks. Like, I picked up some of the... Uh, Nintendo made a killing off of that by selling their old games again, so you can play them on the Wii. And I picked up some of them, luckily not too many, but I picked up the, the, the Zelda games, because I love those games. And I picked them up, and it's like, you know, when you can't even move diagonally, it has to be up or down, <laughs> yeah. or sideways, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, no, there's a reason why we moved on from these. <laughs> So nostalgia can only take you so far, and then it's like it does not hold up. I had that recently, actually. Uh, Tecmo's Deception is a game where you actually set traps around. You take over a castle and you set traps for other adventurers, and you became the evil guy, and you got to capture their souls and so on, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, um, 
I had a blast, absolute blast playing that. I love that game. I got so many memories just sitting there and playing it for hours on end. So I decided to pop it in recently. Uh, since you were mentioning, you know, with the Mega Man 9 thing to me earlier. And, dude, I cannot get past that first level. Like, I sit there and I'm like, wow, this game is just so terrible. It's so bad. You got the old 16-bit graphics where the faces aren't even discernible. It's just terrible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, some, I, some games can't hold up just by their nature. Like, I find that the Mario games will hold up better than other ones. Um, part of that is just because it's a simple side-scroller platform, so it's not... I mean, it doesn't lose that much over time just because it's a side-scroller platform. You don't have to worry about the three-dimensional movement. You're going <laughs> left or right or up or down. That's pretty much it. You know, there's a mushroom. Eat it, smell it, do whatever you got to do to it, and move on. <laughs> Whereas the other ones where you got to move around and try to fight, like the Zelda, where you have to fight, and you have to make sure that you've positioned yourself in line perfectly with it, otherwise, you, apparently, swords didn't go diagonally back in the day. So, those are just a pain in the ass to play. And, and, it's, and it's that, it, like, I can deal with not the look of it, after a little while where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't look that great. But the functionality makes a big difference to me. Now, that being said, the Mega Man 9 was kind of like the Mario, where it's side to side and up and down kind of thing. But I just wasn't in the mood for it. And and I, I'm losing more and more interest in, in the retro games. Like, there's again, there's a reason why we moved on. I didn't mm -hmm. buy a PS3 <laughs> that can output 1080p, look amazing, so that I can play 8-bit Mega Man 9. It's no. Uh, <laughs> I thank you very much. I've got Ratchet and Clank on here that I can pop in for fun. And uh, yeah, I'll take that booty anytime over Mega Man 9. <laughs> Which has ironically been getting some decent reviews. No, nothing raving, but decent reviews. So again, I'm, I'm in the minority of people who just... I'm not into the retro gaming quite as much. And again, the same holds true for um, movies and, and, and TV shows. If you look back at different things that in the day you thought was phenomenal, and you watch it again now more often than not... It is an utter disappointment because you're not in that same mindset. Like, not that long ago, we had my wife and a good buddy of mine were, had, kept raving about how great Blazing Saddles was. This was the end-all epitome of comedy. you got to watch it. And they finally convinced me, yeah, let's watch it. Fine. No amount of booze made this funny. It just was the saddest piece of shit that I've ever seen. We didn't even finish watching it. Even they looked at each other and said, I remember it being funnier. It it doesn't hold up. Like, there's a bunch of movies. Like, some do, of course, but a lot of them don't. There's a bunch of TV shows that I'm afraid to watch because I'm afraid that, you know, I got this mindset of, man, it was so fantastic. I'm afraid to watch it now because I know I'm going to watch it and be so disappointed and disgusted in it that, I like, those memories will be plastered. That's it. Gone. <laughs> Forget it. Like, I would love to watch. I remember as a kid watching the MacGyver series. I mean, what... what young boy didn't like that. I mean, Jesus. It was fantastic. MacGyver. MacGyver, dude. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that would be something that I could watch with my youngest, my youngest son. And I, I bet you he would love it, but I'm afraid that I'll watch it and go, oh, come on, it's a toothpick and a paper clip. Give me a break, dude. You can't get out. <laughs> that doesn't work. And uh, But there's a whole bunch of shows like that, too, that I'm, I'm worried that would not hold up. And again, same with games. Yeah, it depends. I mean, 
I really I got the same idea, but I can't don't have the willpower to keep myself from playing or watching those old shows. Uh, I mean, look at Star Wars Galaxies, for example. I keep coming back to it and just get more and more disappointed, and my view of it just gets more and more apathetic and just hateful of the game. And it's just kind of depressing, you know. It's just if you have good memories of it, just kind of leave it be. Yeah, let it go. Move on with your life. The but again, some do hold up, and uh, some not even. You don't even have to go that far. Well, like the the Star Wars Galaxies. Um, and they do hold up. Like the, I had popped in um, Diablo 2 to to play. And this was a couple of months back, just for the, the just for the hell of it, and do some playing. And amazingly, the game still holds up. Not nearly as much as I thought it would, but it was still fun. And it was still held up. But but it, and but even then, I couldn't help but look at it and say, God damn, this looks like shit. Look at this. <laughs> like <laughs> what the crap? This is terrible. And so yeah, I just getting pickier in my old age, I guess. Which, <laughs> according to Jason, is getting pretty old. So, yes. So, anyways, Jason, you suck. You were wrong. It's a terrible game. So, on that note, we're going to call it a wrap for tonight. Sean, thanks for joining. Um, Anytime. Again, you can uh, visit his site at visualbomb.com. You can find him on Twitter as well if he wants you to. Do you want to give out your sure. Twitter? Go ahead. Um... God, I don't even remember my username. Your username is <laughs> Devian with, is it with the, I believe it's with the three. I'm yeah, it's with look the it three up. there. See, yeah. this is what I'm saying, you dumb bastard. I told you. <laughs> trying to be all elite and cool. You, you're too old for that shit now. You're married. You got to settle down. Stop using lead speak crap. So, hey, you still got like 50 years on me. That was nice. <laughs> I need to find out how to mute your ass. <laughs> and for everything you need to know about me, you can go to BuddhasBarAndGrill.com. Um, I registered a Buddha's Bar on Facebook, so if you take a look for Buddha's Bar, or you can just follow the link on um, the blog homepage at Buddha's Bar and Grill, you'll see it there. Um, but I just did this a couple of days ago, so my Buddha's Bar is actually very lonely on the Facebook because he's got no friends. So you got to go and befriend me and post some useless shit on my wall because i got nothing on there right now. I even downloaded the Facebook app specifically for that. So people just friend my useless Buddha account so that I can make fun of you and we can post useless shit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, at uh, Zen Buddhist. And I've got the mandatory Twitter apps, as I've said before, for that too, so that I can post useless crap all day long because that's what it is. You can, you'll notice that by going through my archives that whenever I come back from the bathroom, I tend to Twitter about how disgusting it was in there. So, on that special note, we will call it a wrap, and we will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Buddha's Bar and Grill Podcast. This is Buddha. I... No, we're going to start back again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Did I make a noise? No, you didn't. I just kind of yeah. stopped. <laughs> Hi, this is Buddha. That's it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those. All right.